Spirit Radio Podcasts. You're listening to Spirit Radio. Well, look, this Sunday, as part of the World Meeting of Families program, Pope Francis is going to make the pilgrimage to the Shrine of Our Lady of Nocca in County Mayo. On the line now to tell us about the final preparations for the Pope's visit to the Knock Shrine, we have Maria Casey, Marketing and Communications Manager at Knock Shrine. You're very welcome to the show, Maria. Hello, thank you for having me. First of all, Maria, what's the uh, what's the atmosphere like in Knock in advance of the uh, Pope's visit there this Sunday? Uh, there's a very good atmosphere here at the moment. We have our National Novena taking place at the moment. It's actually finishing today. Uh, today is the last day. And uh, when the, when all of that is over, as of tomorrow, the a large portion of the shrine will be closed down, obviously to make all of the preparations for Sunday. Um, so I guess at this point in time, you can imagine everybody is just very busy. There's a lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement, um, we're we're getting a lot of questions as well from people, you know, from the general public. Um, but I think overall, there's just, I guess, a sense of anticipation and excitement. And I mean, it's a really historic occasion for Knock. Um, you know, when it was announced back in May, you know, we weren't certain that the visit was, uh, was actually going to, ta- yeah, yeah, would take yeah, place. Yeah. And I think by the time the news was announced, a lot of the the locals here and even pilgrims to Knock had had almost resigned themselves to the fact that it may not happen. So it was just a wonderful (laughs) boost to the place, and it really was a wonderful surprise to everybody. Um, So we're absolutely delighted and looking forward to it. Yeah, well, he can only get to so many places, and uh, the fact that he's making the trip over to Knock must be a huge encouragement. Look, tell us about the format for the Pope's time in Knock. Yeah, so he, as you know, the the time here is, is very, very short. But we are we're trying to make it about more than than simply that one hour. Um, so when people arrive and knock, they're being encouraged to be here by about eight a.m. in the morning. Okay. And we're starting a gathering ceremony at eight thirty. Um, so on the morning of Sunday, the twenty-sixth, the bells of knock will ring out, and we're asking the the churches in the the diocese, the other six dioceses. Um, in the province province of Chim to also ring their bells at the same time to sort of signal the yeah. beginning of the gathering. Yeah, very good. And then from 8.30 onwards, it's, it's just going to be a really uplifting, lovely time. We're going to have um, presentations from video to drama, music, um, prayer and reflection. And so that will take place up until the arrival of the Holy Father at 9.45. Um, and then once he arrives... The first thing that he's going to do is go around the the circuit um, of the gathered pilgrims in the Pope Mobile. Okay, great. Have you got your own Pope Mobile over there, or uh, uh... not as of yet? <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, top secret, so we don't actually know when it's coming or anything like that. They're working um, on it at the moment. <laughs> okay, um, and then so the first thing he's going to do after he greets the crowd, I guess, going through the the shrine grounds, is he will go into the apparition chapel, which is obviously central to the whole story of Knock, it's where the apparition was seen back in 1879. So when he goes into the apparition, it will be just a private moment for him, a private moment of prayer. Um, the apparition at Knock was a silent one, so I think it's just important that he has that that silent moment as well of prayer. And when, when those few moments are over, he will come out onto a stage which will be in the open air 
erected next to the apparition chapel. Oh, very good. And there he will um, make a short address and also uh, lead the Angelus. And after that, he w- it will be time for him to depart. Okay, so, okay. So it, it's a flying visit, but uh, I'm sure it'll be hugely appreciated. Now, I, I guess you've got things taking place after that. Is, would that be right? That's correct. So uh, straight after the, the departure of the Holy Father, we're going to have a Mass, which will be at about quarter past 11 again. It'll all be outdoors. And we expect to have that concluded by about 1 p.m. And then the shrine itself will close at 5 p.m. So there will be a few hours for people to, you know, spend some time at the shrine and look around and all the rest um, before we have to close at 5 just so all the dismantling can take place. Yeah, okay, very good. Look, how can individuals attend or is it already sold out? Is it a... Yeah, it's booked out very quickly. Yeah, so um, yeah. back in towards the end of June, the tickets went up online and they sold out within a couple of hours, really. Yeah. Um, and it's just very difficult. Now, the only thing is we are encouraging people, if they have extra tickets that they're not using, which is something we're hearing a lot about here, yeah. Yeah. we are strongly encouraging people to distribute those to others because there are so many people that want to come yeah. that weren't able to secure tickets. So... We would we would advise them basically to to go through their own parish and try and source people that way, yeah. or simply just to to ask a neighbour or a friend or you know just to reach out I guess and share tickets if they're not using them. Yeah, very good. Well, that, uh, that's that's just a great word because I think that's also the situation uh, you know in Dublin as well that there are many people that took twelve but now discover they only need six yes. you know and uh, so you know pass them on because you're, you're able to pass them on, aren't you? You know you that, are indeed. There's yeah. no, there's no names assigned, so it's, yeah. it's very easy. It's just a simple matter of passing them on. Yeah, yeah, very good. Any practical advice on pe- for people who are travelling to Knock? Yeah, well, I guess um, Knock is on a different scale too. I can appreciate in Dublin how it, it must be just a huge logistical um, project, you know, to get people from A to B. But here in Knock, um, people are going to have to walk in around two, two kilometres um, once they're parked up. So we're just saying to people, you know, plan your journey in advance, look yeah. at the traffic plan, just be aware of the the road diversions and the route that you're going to have to take. Yeah. Um, and, you know, try and make the day as pleasant for yourself and as relaxed as possible. So give yourself plenty of time, you know, bring water, bring snacks, bring appropriate um, clothing, uh, rain gear, that kind of thing. And also, you know, just be mindful of the fact that when you do get here, there there will be plenty of rest stops as you make your way into Knock. Um, so I guess just to try and, and see it for what it is and make the most of it and enjoy it. Um, and also, I suppose, just to advise people as well when they are coming in, not to worry about where they need to go. It will be very, very clear as they approach the village of Knock and the shrine. Yeah. You know, every single area is colour-coded, so it's going to be made very, very easy for people. Yeah, very, very good indeed. Well, look, we'll be praying that uh, that the event will be very blessed and that it'll awaken a real hunger for God right across uh, right across the west of uh, Ireland there and for, for all those that are attending. But uh, Maria Casey, Marketing and Communications Manager at Noctrine, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.